Hey everyone, this is Jeff. Before we start the show, there is a brief message from one of our fellow podcasters. What is Slay the Stars? Oh. Come with us and enjoy a chaotic D&D hotpot. A dash of cosmic fantasy. A few cloves of dark fairy tales. And that's the entire bottle of shenaniganery. Oh dear. Who no. Listen in Tuesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time on any major streaming platform. SlayTheStars.com. Persomnia at Astra. And now, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Big Campaign Podcast. We left off last session with our party going shopping, getting some tamales, and blocking a bullet. We jump back here now to Oswald, currently dealing with the cops. But to start us off, lightsaber checks. Sean. Oh, I'm Sean. I'm playing fours. And bloop, got 13, followed by 19. Mav. Hey, I'm Mav. I'm playing Dosh. I got a 10 on my lightsaber check. Uh, John. This is John playing as Lucius, and I got a 13. Go for it, Jesse. I'm Jesse. I'm playing as the amazing Oswald, and I got a 12. You nope, changed class. Are, are, are you that magician now? <laughs> You're the, <laughs> the mesmerist all of a sudden? <laughs> the amazing Oswald. <laughs> you print a close-up magic. Yeah, That's right. Look over here as I ha. <laughs> It'll give me hope when I try to bring myself to become a blood rager. <laughs> right, people can be better than themselves. <laughs> You're the sorcerer class. I'm a blood rager now. <laughs> the rage is in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting my midlife crisis early. <laughs> <laughs> they already blew up my convertible, so all I got left is this. <laughs> so outside on the streets downtown in Dustpanter, Oswald is currently surrounded by seekers. With guns pointed at them. Though they're not ready for violence, they do have guns drawn. In the background, we hear the wub wub sound of the record getting closer. <laughs> I, I'll be shouting like, there's somebody hurt right over there. I think he's dead, but you should go check. Yeah, you can see other Seekers rushing inside of the Raylan condominiums. And there's somebody shot on the 15th floor. <laughs> Here you go. Here's all this incriminating information that makes me really <laughs> it makes it really clear that I am involved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have any weapons in hand. The murder weapon is in the toilet tank up on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am obviously armed, but you're right. I did not get a chance to actually pull anything out in my hand. But this is the scene that you see as you guys come peeling up in the record. Lucius at the steering wheel, Dosh in passenger seat, and Fours in the back. Well, shit, we didn't beat the cops. <laughs> I imagine I'll stop the stop the record, not just like drive into the, you know, the police's personal space. You know what happens mm -hmm. when you do that. So we will park close by. Oh, finally come to it. We're going to have to fight the cops. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Here comes that one scene in Akira. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, shit. <laughs> you don't have a lot of good options there. I know. <laughs> As you guys pull up, you see Oswald with Seekers pointing guns at him. You do see back behind the row of Seeker vehicles, uh, you do see one pull up where you see Chavri Das getting out. 
I'll wave to him. I'll say over sliver. Hi, boss. <laughs> Walking forward, just like, like, oh, God, just rubbing at my brow with my fingers. Like I've got a headache. <laughs> just taking it nice and slow. Yeah, Doss is doing a slow walk towards you as she lights a cigarette and starts motioning to other seekers to step back. I'm uh, quickly looking around the back of the van for anything weird or illegal. (laughs) (laughs) I eat all of the weed. (laughs) Uh, We'll sliver over to Oswald, though. Are you okay? Yes, I'm not hurt. Or is the uh, person that took the shot, are they still around? I, I, they got away. I don't know where they went. All right. Good chase, though. I mean, I did catch them, so. I'll be you're alive. Yep. You saved my life. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. So what's the plan here? <laughs> I'm, like, telepathically saying all this and just staring at the cops, hoping they aren't trying to interrupt my thoughts. <laughs> As you are saying this to Lucius, Doss is getting closer and closer to you. She seems to be able to almost inhale her cigarette without taking a break. <laughs> that she'd light a second one off of the first one before the first one goes down. <laughs> the streets in perpetual. The streets way more wide than I thought. I didn't think I'd get through the whole cigarette by the time we got here. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to figure out what the plan is as we go, Oswald. Just don't get shot right. by the seekers. <laughs> I'm not sure that the option of the seekers shooting me had had occurred to me until this point. <laughs> But Doss does stop right before you, Oswald, as she looks down at you, and are you okay? Hi, Inspector Doss. Yes, I'm okay. There are some hurt people inside, maybe maybe dead, but I think people are already looking at that. She'll hold up her hand, and yes, they've reported back to us that there's somebody you said injured on the 15th floor, as well as you said the doorman was injured? I think so, yes. Maybe, maybe one or both of them are dead. Doss looks up, seeing that the rest of you are approaching. We'll ask Oswald one more thing of, why were you there? Somebody took a shot from the 15th floor, and I could get there in a hurry. So I was doing that to try and see who it was and maybe try and stop them from taking more shots. Okay, so who took a shot at who? I don't know who it was. I didn't see them. I didn't catch up to them in time. But I think they took a shot at Lucius. But I'm not sure, because there was more than just Lucius standing around. Like, I was down there too, so maybe there's a bad shot. There was a red dot on my head, I guess, before yeah, you I know. jumped. In. <laughs> yeah, and I deflected the bullet that was at your head. <laughs> Let's not forget that part. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm trying to like put some doubt into the story that I'm telling, so that's like, oh, maybe Lucius doesn't want me to say that it was definitely somebody shooting at Lucius. <laughs> yeah, Doss will light up another cigarette next to Oswald as she waits for the rest of you to get close. Detective. Dosh. Fours. I'll be sticking close uh, when we do get out of the van. I'll be sticking close to Lucius and be keeping my eye out for uh, obvious threats or and not so obvious threats. <laughs> I'll be looking for threats. <laughs> <laughs> the bullet shield is still active, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have that going for you well. That's right. <laughs> the thing that Jesse is not allowed to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zip on out of there. It has nothing to do with when Lucia says, "Hey, everybody, you can pick one candy." That Oswald's already halfway down the aisle looking at his favorite cereal. <laughs> I'll ask the detective if she could have the troopers lower their guns. It's not like the kid's gonna run or attack. And if you wanted to run, you wouldn't catch him. And yeah, I think she, you know that we didn't do anything. She reaches up and rubs the bridge of her nose. She'll wave off the other seekers and tell them. Check the condominium. I have this. You know that I'm up for promotion, Estebold. 
You know, my income, oh. my home, my work rides upon me doing well. We have three dead based on what Quinn says. So why the fuck do we have a man dead on the 15th floor, a dormant beat, and your employee here? As she lights up another cigarette. What the hell are you guys doing? Um, I think it's called eating a chimichanga. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if somebody still had one of those on them and still took your bites out of it. <laughs> so we were down at the uh, taco cart eating lunch um, when we were shot at. Yeah. I'm sorry for the last time that we spoke, that we met up. I want to be completely honest with you. Yes, in this case, it seems that somebody tried to kill me, and the team stopped that. Oswald proactively went after the shooter. I think you know that he wouldn't have killed the shooter. He probably would have brought him to justice. I'm sorry. It's been a bit of a long week. We're starting debates on if they're going to allow lizard folk to become seekers, and there's a lot going on. She'll look at Oswald, and no, I don't think you killed anybody. More so, don't think you shot anybody, as what I'm receiving through my sliver is the man on the 15th floor was shot through the head with a sniper rifle. I don't see you carrying one, and our script writers right now are telling me from the information they're getting back, sounds like whoever you were after was in the main lobby when the shot went off. So, since someone's trying to kill you, Lucius, do you have a list of people we need to look into? I honestly wish I could say yes. Yeah, I stayed pretty good clean. Guy. <laughs> yeah, she'll. You're such an easy friend to have. I could hardly imagine enemies. I wish I could say it like that, but I'm not worth anybody's time like this. I do appreciate it, though. Thank you. I think the last people we pissed off were the moon rats, and I doubt they uh, would have this kind of finesse. Right there with you on that. This isn't their style. We're pulling the cameras from the condominiums to see what we can find. Um, is there any information you guys can give me? Whoever it was, they can move around real fast. Like, drop down 15 floors of stairs in a moment, fast. Oh, there might be a bullet you could find if you search hard enough by the taco truck. All right, do you have the name of the taco truck? I believe it was uh, Tamale. <laughs> the Tamale cart, yeah. Arturo's Tamale cart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got a hot dog from it. <laughs> that was just um, a hot dog flavored tamale. Yeah, she looks to, to all of you and just the slow head shake of... <laughs> I don't have time for this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no hot dogs. I, I give her, <laughs> I give her the go, go. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll handle this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, force is right. Just like just about everything else, we're just gonna have to figure this out ourselves and get through it. But appreciate that you're there to help and uh, do our best to keep you in the loop if we find anything out or if we think of anything that could help out with finding out why this happened. Okay, so just so we're clear, Estable, somebody tried to kill you next to your preferred tamale stand? I wouldn't call it preferred. <laughs> <laughs> I look a little down by that. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to casually shit on the, the low-tier business owner. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did apparently did apparently turn his tamale into a hot dog flavored tamale. So yeah, and you just magic it to, to normal tamale flavored hot dog. So why even describe food this podcast? You tell me, John. <laughs> <laughs> but Chavri, so you want me to leave this alone? Let you wander out there and get shot? 
you do you with your police work, but just don't interfere with my life, please. You'll see her jaw will clench as she, sure. I don't know, do you have a preferred one of these employees to pick you out at the morgue when we find you? You can send Barry. <laughs> I'll give a little bit of an eye twitch, like, like I can die. <laughs> then rattle my robot hand against something. <laughs> she looks at you. She looks at the rest of the group. Nice coat. And then she walks away. <laughs> Who did she just burn? <laughs> all, of us? <laughs> all of us. <laughs> we all at our coats. <laughs> I, I, I feel it's I a got legitimate compliment. I got a nice new warm coat. <laughs> I'm happy with my coat. Uh, I like her. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick you up a coffee the next time you see us alive. Yeah, if she's walking away. She will flip you off. It's a friendly bird. But it is still the bird. <laughs> I'll give a bit of a chuckle and start walking back to the wrecker. I'll go to um, <laughs> Oswald. Hey, how are you holding up? You doing good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I, I want to catch him. Yeah, there's a chance for that. Go ahead and give me perception or sense motive. Uh, so I can replace any sense motive with a praise. Can I do that? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to praise this situation. You can do it with a praise. I can do it with a... Uh perform now. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. 26, I rolled on my appraise check. As Chavri walks away, as you check in with Oswald, as you appraise the situation, you can tell there is a friction with the other Seekers and Chavri mm-hmm. uh, based on how she handles Lucius. Interesting. Like I should have been uh, grabbed, head slammed in the frickin' hood of a car. <laughs> you see those other Seekers kind of doing uh, kissy face to each other and... Uh. Kind of like, yeah, of course he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, why would Lucius get in trouble, though? He wasn't even involved. Like, he he showed up. (laughs) To an active crime scene. (laughs) If anyone was going to get in trouble... Oh, yeah, but if anyone was going to get in trouble, it would have been me. Obviously, you've never talked to cops. (laughs) I mean, to put put it from their perspective with Dasha's appraise, the Estabolds are are bad. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is clearly a fucking shady-as-fuck dude. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but uh, as I've learned from like most of our current politics, I'll just go, nah. <laughs> you just double down on it. Just double and down. Never change and never self-reflect. <laughs> yeah. so I'm I'm looking up at the uh, the the condominiums and trying to. Are there other tall buildings around, or is this like the most obvious tall building in the neighborhood? Yeah, the Rayland condominiums in this part are the tallest building. Okay. Yeah. What I don't get, boss, is not who would want you dead, but how they knew where you'd be. Like, have you ever been to that tamale truck before? No. So how do they know to take a shot of you there? Unless they're following you. Yeah. Who told you to go shopping? Mm, I trust Ophelia. That's fair. Uh, I'll drive. All right. (laughs) I'll allow it this time. Tossing my driving goggles. I want to... when we head back, I want to go past the Arturo stand just to see if I can uh, catch catch sight of Ravik. I'll I'll ask for your coat too, Lucius. Whatever coat <laughs> you happen to be wearing. All right, I'm um I'm not wearing my Albert one no, because I'm not looking to get in any danger today. I was looking to just go shopping. Yeah. But yeah, I'll pass you probably my. Well, no, I only have a vest on. 
<laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, no, I've got a, a shirt under the vest, right? <laughs> vest. A business casual no shirt, kind of thing. No pants. Vest. No pants. <laughs> it's a cold January day. Right, and <laughs> I'm flaunting that I don't feel cold. And apparently Lucius is porky pigging it in the vest. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys will get back in the wrecker and head back towards the business district where Arturo is normally stationed. Upon returning, you'll see that Ravik is on the seats nearby where Arturo is and seems to be in good spirits. I don't want to bother him. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't hurt or anything during that chaos. I I want to get out of the wrecker at, at this location. <laughs> sure, we'll pull over. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll pull over. I'm not going rogue or anything. I I want to like start from the tamale cart and start looking around, trying to like figure out sight lines. Like, where would somebody have spotted Lucius from if they were following, and then made the decision to climb, like go up that tall ass building. That's where we lost communication, because what I was saying before I had mic problems was I think it's pretty safe to assume there's not just one person. Yeah, it could be that there's more than one person involved, but it seems weird to me that somebody would have been just camped out in that condo waiting for an opportunity to shoot at you, Lucius, in the event that you happened to stop at this tamale cart. If somebody had been following us throughout the day, I feel like it could have been coordinated. And maybe if we think back, um, what if somebody recognized that maybe actually we were being followed by somebody that could have been relayed by a sliver or something mm-hmm. back to a shooter? Um, I mean, we work as a team. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, somebody trying to kill me also had a team. <laughs> yeah, it's not out of the question. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I would say like, let's looking try up to... and seeing and like trying to look for invisible drones. <laughs> right, that could be a thing too. <laughs> but um, yeah, from invisible drones to just somebody just following us, um, mm. we should try to keep our eyes open for that, not rule it out. Yeah, because there is a team. If there's an if there's enough resources put together to try and kill you, they're not going to try just the one time and give up. Probably not. But. They might try to kill us first and then kill you if that's easier. <laughs> I'm going to look down at my HCOM and see if we've gotten any of the details from Ophelia. Mm. <laughs> you have a single email from her saying to call me when you're not busy. The mission is for this Friday. And I believe we said last session that it is Tuesday. Okay. You guys have um, Max and a colleague showing up on Thursday. Because they were two days away from being able to be down here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, flash my the, the screen to uh, Lucius and say, oh, we still doing this? We putting this off? I say we do it. Can't just live our lives in fear. Yeah, and over Sliver, I'd say, let's just try to be more aware of our surroundings the best that we can. But we should probably head back to base and come up with something. Unless there's any other reasons to be snooping around here. I looked at what I wanted to look at. Nothing... Yeah, I just kind of wanted to think about where they might have been following us from or where they might have seen us from. Mm-hmm. If we're back at the tamale stand, is there a bullet hole that was located? Oh, wait, 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 no. There definitely wasn't. It got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked it away. Yeah, you'd be able to find the bullet where Dosh slapped it out of the air. Ravik would take this moment to tell Dosh that 
he's not Carlos, he's Artemis. And Asera is his wife. But that's not my wife. Does that make sense? Uh, Asera is your wife, but he's, she's not your wife, and you're not Carlos? No, I'm Ravik. I remember Artemis. Well, it's good you're remembering stuff. That's progress. Keep eating those um, tamales. I think they're helping. Yeah, he'll smile and take a seat back and be on his uh, newly charged HCOM. I say, I'm going to come visit you in a couple of days, all right? All right, I'll see you soon. Take care, Ravik. You want to keep driving for us? Yeah. All right, so you guys will head out of downtown. Where are you off to? We headed back to the office, the impound. I think that's the plan. We should talk about how we want to try to conduct ourselves when people are actively trying to kill us. Mm. Then we can have a safer place to call Ophelia. I'll be watching out the back window as we're driving. Yep, and keep my eyes peeled as we go. Excellent. Then, yeah, you guys will return back to the office. Uh, Barry seems to be a little bit flustered. Is he? Oh, oh, you're back. And uh, is there, what did you get? Shot at. (laughs) (laughs) It really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I'll assume that's not a clothing brand. (laughs) I'll hold up the very generic black tie suit sort of stuff that I got. (laughs) Might need a bit of extra tailoring. Yes, I can help adjust that. I think it's best that we we talk in probably our common area. Gore, you should come along as well. Gore will look up at you from the floor where he's currently throwing treats at Cobbler and watching him catch him. When I get out of the wrecker, I take off uh, Lucius's goggles to hand him back. Thank you. As I assume regular form once we're inside. What? Shrop too, boss? Yeah, Shrop as well. Alrighty. So yeah. You all will gather in the main conference room. All right. To get right to the point, somebody t- tried to take a shot at me. Very well, of course, get that terrified panic look on his face of like, my God, no. Gore will look up from his phone for an extended amount of time. <laughs> I want to uh, try to appraise Shropdell, Barry, and Gore at their reactions to this. Yeah. Um, oh. 15, I rolled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all seem terrified and kind of surprised the aspect that anybody would want to kill Lucius Estable. Cobbler walks up and rubs itself against Four's leg before jumping up into Oswald's lap. Yeah. Snuggle, snuggle, snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have to be a little bit more careful right now. I don't understand why anybody would want to do that. I understand that, sure, I could be a bit of an asshole sometimes in our Business deals can be somewhat borderline shady, but never really thought of me or this organization or any of you as really big fish to fry. <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> can we get like a, um, I'll ask maybe Shrop. There's a list of our recent clients. Shrop will say that I can print that out for us. Sounds good. Anything that we can look at. So we're going to have to be a little bit more vigilant than usual. And everybody's going to have to, we're going to have to watch out for each other. Yeah, Barry will, absolutely, sir. I, I, maybe it's probably in our better interest if you don't go out for a while. Gore would, I'll put a word out, see if anybody's heard anything, but seems odd. It really does seem odd. I feel like we should stay out of good berries until this blows over. Get the biggest frown on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you mean uh, getting our orders to go? <laughs> yeah i i don't you know we don't need a car bomb or something going off in their restaurant 
Shrap, if Lucius died, what would happen to the business? Well, uh, as it is written, technically it would fall into the hands of Xavier and Matilda. Building two? Yeah, absolutely. Weren't they around here earlier bothering us about the basement? A little bit. I'll take my robot hand, set it on a table, and start rattle-tapping with it <laughs> nervously. And she's not getting back to us for some reason, right? I feel like she would let me know. I don't feel like it would have been a surprise. I don't feel like I would still be alive. What about Xavier? Did you? Yeah, did you ever <laughs> follow up on Xavier wanting to quit his practice? I didn't, know. You'd think that we'd be closer, but um, <laughs> we ain't. You guys both got phones. <laughs> Big campaign, family trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yep, continue rattling my robot hand. <laughs> I really don't think that it's anybody from my family. Yeah, well, for the sake of um, your family, we'll put them on the back burner. And I think the only thing we have right now going on is what's on that list. People we've recently pissed off. I worry about things that we know as well. For instance, we know about those resurrection crystals that we sold back. Yeah, that hasn't gone away. Yeah, but they wouldn't target just you over that. We'd all be targets. Mm, that's a very Plus good point. it'd be point. weird to wait that long to go after us. Yeah, it might be something where they're... If they're worried about like you spreading information, like you could have easily done that by now. Who was the name of the guy that uh, that we interacted with that? For the crystals, it was Ven Veras. Ven Veras, right. Who uh, ended up being shot later. Yeah, exactly. So Ven Veras could have had knowledge on us, but whoever, however he died, that could have led to the transaction that we had with him. That's why I think that that could have been delayed. Okay. How would we follow up on that? Do we have a way of finding out more information about the circumstances of Ven's death? We can call Chapri. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. And I don't know how strong of a lead it is. Yeah. How long ago did that happen? We heard about that on the news, right? That Ven Veras was killed? A couple of days ago. Uh, did they say how he died? Shot. Yep, shot. They believe it was a robbery gone wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't believe that for a second. And we have no idea what happened to the uh, Illithid that was resurrected. So I wasn't able to quite figure it out at the time, nor have I since. But uh, when I was talking to Quinn at the scoring market, he did mention that he was looking for a mole. Hmm. Do you think this could be Seekers? I always knew that a cop would kill me. That doesn't smell right, though, because if it was Seekers, there would have been more that happened beyond Doss letting us go. Like somebody would have made more of a stink on the on, at the time about at least about leak, you know, keeping one of us. Well, maybe that's not how it was supposed to go, and the fact that Doss was there kind of get out of jail free card. Yeah, maybe another thing to consider. I kind of suspect that we're just going to have to keep living our lives, and real clues are going to have to pop out of us, and we're probably going to get attacked again. So, how do we move forward like that? We buy bigger guns. I would like to dress you up like a different person. <laughs> Raise an eyebrow at that. Just the ultimate lying on. low. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll make you look good. That already will make him look like a different person. Wow. Well, if you go the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> what if we go the opposite direction and we flaunt him? Try to draw his person out. Awesome idea. If I was confronted alone, though, I think you guys know that I would struggle. Well, you don't have to be alone. They didn't target you alone today. That's true. That is true. 
Yeah, they might next time. What if they think he's alone? Did fours um, actually morph into me earlier? <laughs> yeah, I had your face. Right. So fours, were you thinking that you want to try to try to look like me? I think I could pull it off. I'm getting better at hair. <laughs> You're getting better at getting shot, though, because <laughs> you still die if this happens. I'm well. I'll be keeping an eye out, but I mean, yeah, I think I think I got it. And I trust you. What would we dress me up as? Oh, I'll find something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shaving my mustache. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're going full Joker. <laughs> That Cesar Romero didn't didn't shave his mustache to be the Joker. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna have to CG my mustache. <laughs> Can we try that to make is... you look like an android? Ooh, yeah. What do you want to be? Oh, uh, I've never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've always just uh, dealt with being human. <laughs> um, right. Dosh, I defer to your artistic tastes. Mm-hmm. You think I can look like an android? <laughs> I don't know if I have the talents for to do it. <laughs> I was thinking I might, but I don't know. I got a plus ten in disguise. I think fours might be better at that. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm good with uh myself. I'm good with personal <laughs> disguises, but uh, I yeah, I'd, I'd be down to uh, aid you. I I don't know if we we can uh, completely make you look like a different race, but we could definitely make you look like someone else. That sounds safer. <laughs> Just thinking about me like busting out like. Wearing a trash bag and a tinfoil hat with antennas on it. <laughs> Spray painted silver in the face. The metal cardboard box for a head. Yeah, the tin duck worked arms. Uh, <laughs> oof. I did a Dryer three. Hose. I rolled a three to get a thirteen on my disguise check. Yeah. I mean can I take can I just take ten since we got time? No, I love the idea of was dressing me up like this, and I walk out of like the bathroom, and everyone's just nope. <laughs> I'm like, come on, um, it's tasteful. Uh, it's the prom dress try on scene. Yeah. Oh, Lucius gets to be she's all that. <laughs> I guess I'd say I'm happy to let you take ten if I know what you guys are doing with this because it feels like you drove home. And then start playing dress up Dolly on Lucius. That's but exactly I, what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we tried to make me look like a robot. It failed. We got over it. We tried to make me look like a different person. I'm still looking for your blossom hat. I can't quite locate it in this closet. I am raiding Gore's clothes at the moment. <laughs> we're oh going God, do like you think there's any way any of those are going to fit <laughs> that's the point <laughs> we're going street fashion here he's completely opposite direction yeah i mean gore has his own place he doesn't keep clothes here i'm sure he has clothes here he's filthy <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does have six sets of different styles of sneakers <laughs> see i knew it sneakers count yeah i'll just uh i'm basically collecting everything i can find in the the place here and tailoring what I can to make them look different. Yeah. I'd say you're, you're able to successfully find, especially checking down below in Mortimer's hidden library or hidden study area. You are able to dress Lucius in a bunch of basically old timey, original D and D character clothes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So he looks straight out of a, uh, 
Straight out of an old 3.0 guide. <laughs> You're cosplaying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, from, he has coming straight from fairy world. Yeah, he's got sweet greaves. He's got a leather jacket over his white ruffly shirt. Oh, can we use the word tunic, please? And it all ends in a tunic with a belt around the middle. <laughs> Leaving Lucius looking distinctly different than he normally does. I also want him to kind of blend in, unless we're going for the standout thing. <laughs> I don't know how much a battle suit from the 300 years ago is going <laughs> to... Man, does Zelanus have Ren fairs? <laughs> it's been long enough to it's come full circle. They're playing D&D. <laughs> uh, yeah, they absolutely do have people that do dress up for that for the Chaos Dragon Festival. Awesome. Which is coming up when? <laughs> now? Uh, it comes up in early spring. <laughs> so I think this is going to be another like montage where I come out very much like a robot scene. <laughs> it's like, mm, it's a little bit old timey. I think we need to try a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's Spin Doctors, right? Spin Doctors, two princes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and. I'll just say, hold on a second, and uh, I will leave the room. Wandering around the house, I'll gather up some disheveled whatever clothing, probably something close to jeans or something, maybe sweatpants even, not quite sure. Something that passes as a shirt, ruffle up my hair, maybe put a beanie on or something, and um, shave off my mustache. Ah, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Did Lucius not get quick coat on his armor? I don't wear that anymore. Okay. He's management. He doesn't have to wear the uniform. I mean, I, I guess I could just go in and grab that thing and change my appearance, but no, we're not doing that anymore. Let's <laughs> hang it up on a shelf somewhere. I might sell right. it. Yeah, I've been wearing the Magnus coat because <laughs> I can literally get the shit beaten out of me by a druid <laughs> and walk out just bruised. Call it the blanket party. <laughs> a shaved Lucius wearing... <laughs> Kind of standard clothes. He just kind of looks like your average hipster. He's got a beanie on, tight jeans. <laughs> All skinny jeans, yes. <laughs> All right, John, have fun drawing hipster Lucius. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the art Sean's got to do now. <laughs> and to tie, to tie it all together, I bring you wallet chain. Yeah. <laughs> Sigh, thanks. Well, for the first time and probably forever for all of you, Lucius actually looks maybe what his actual age is. <laughs> so instead of looking 40, I look 30. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, that'd be the record scratch. <laughs> and yeah, I'll uh, walk to the coat rack, grab off the uh, Albert cloak, and hand it over to Fours. <laughs> Ah, you fool! <laughs> he runs out. I'm now invincible. <laughs> now I'm the Lucius. <laughs> As for my uh, shoulder kind of side holster gun thing, I'll uh, present that over to Dosh and say, "Can you just carry my gun for a bit? If I need it for some reason, <laughs> you could just toss it to me." Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's late afternoon on Tuesday. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? Go to Goodberries. <laughs> <laughs> we hit Goodberries this morning, right? 
Yeah. I was to the same day, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to be. Make... <laughs> like... I was just told I can't go to the Goodberries anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes you want to go. I get it. <laughs> I would have been like tucking cat treats in pockets, like <laughs> just all over the place in my pockets. That's just not so that a cat I have likes you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cat likes because I saved its life, Dosh. <laughs> is that, it is that because that. <laughs> it's shoved full of food in every orifice? <laughs> I love the cat. idea of this cat just being super fat. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to change your cat's name to Sausages before you know it. <laughs> so we have two days until uh, Max and Nikilik are going to make it to us. At this point, you have one full day. All right. We can skip that unless there's something you guys really want to do on Wednesday, but otherwise, they'll show up early Thursday. Nothing special I want to do. Um, I'll I'll probably end up going to uh going to the thrift store to pick up props and clothes and accessories. I'll probably do that just as myself, uh, probably on Wednesday. But right on, yeah. I want something that'll let me see invisible things like invisible drones <laughs> that's what i'm thinking about right now i don't know how much such a thing would cost but that's what i'm thinking about probably more than i have are you broadcasting that thought over sliver no <laughs> yeah i'm probably going to be just like checking out windows compulsively at the at the office like watching to see if there's anybody watching us from the street looking up in the sky to see if i can catch an invisible drone that kind of thing so you're just staying at the office I'm just confirming if we're reconvening on Thursday, that's fine. But if you're saying you're staying at the office and watching out, awesome. Totally cool. For the sake of group cohesion, yes. <laughs> Surprise, roll 20 map. <laughs> and encounter. <laughs> I'm tempted to go like try and stake out um what's her face? <laughs> Matilda? Yes, Matilda, thank you. But I don't think we're at that stage yet. You also do know she's still on vacation. Okay. I mean, there was last session where, um, oh, I guess she had shown up to yell at Lucius and had mentioned that she was going on vacation. Uh, Lucius sounds like an holiday. Lucius had checked his phone while Fours was currently uh, repoing a family's car, and the voicemail was from Matilda saying that I'm on vacation. You can check with my assistant if you're Xavier or Lucius. I'll call you if you're needed. <laughs> I also remember that I should be calling back Ophelia. Sure. I also remember you guys last session saying, let's see how long we can put her off. So <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring her up. <laughs> yes, I will stay at the office and just try and keep watch. Oswald, you will be barraged with Gore asking you if you like this shoe. Do you like these pants? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, I'm thinking about getting one of these as he just keeps showing you pictures on his phone. Uh, how late into the evening does he do this? <laughs> like, is he because he has a habit of like going home at the end of the business day, right? Oh yeah, the second the business day is over, he slams that phone shut, throws some treats on the floor for cobbler, and walks out the door. Then yeah, as long as it's like during the the business day still, then I'll half-heartedly entertain his questions. Like I'll glance at his phone and say, "Uh, the red one," and I'll like go back to looking out the window. Cool. So then, yeah, you guys will. Pass through Wednesday without issue or problem. The first day, come up with a disguise, blah, blah, blah. Sometime probably at night on that day. Give a call and ask about the details on the job. Lucius, so, were you shot? No, I was not. So you could have talked. Kidding, kidding. 
You're welcome. <laughs> so how are you all doing besides the assassination attempt? Uh, we're figuring things out and we're doing as well as you can do. Yeah, she kind of says good, good, as though she didn't really care about your answer. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You seem distracted. I remember once upon a time you cared more. We got something big. You weren't shot. I'm glad you're safe. I know you are. Go on. Tell me about this job. Plus, if I get any more updates from Barry, I'm going to fucking stab him. <laughs> I didn't realize. Don't tell him I told you, otherwise I'm going to get more updates. Point is, we got a person, Estelle Del Rose. The wickedly talented Adele Dazim. So we got Estelle Del Rose, an affluent Arfairi citizen. You might have heard of her. She wrote Jamak, as well as the play Chasing Dragons. I've been meaning to see that. Chasing Dragons. It's a great show. That being said, she was clever as fuck. She used a loan to purchase some art pieces from a company that was going under. If you remember our good friend Toger Crow. Yep. Anyways, when her husband went missing, she used a life insurance policy, put it in with the company, took out a bunch of loans, they crashed, she was able to buy a bunch of art pieces and a bunch of things for her home. I'll lose focus for a little bit and think, oh fuck, the crows, and then kind of snap back. Yeah, we'll cut, Ophelia will be like, Lucius, Lucius, you listening? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Anyways, she got a bunch of fancy shit that rich people want, and she has on display. She's having a giant party this Friday, which is why I want you guys to look your best. Not saying you don't already, but I can get you tickets in or I can get you clothes. If you guys got clothes, glorious. I'm buying some tickets to probably one of the fancier events the Arfairy will ever pull. We'll take the tickets. I mean, we're talking rich people here. We got O'Connor Clash, Seven Delam, Fierro Browncoat, Levis Lira. You know, do you know who Livix is? She's good friends with Livix. Do I just say no? <laughs> Ophelia will say that rumor even has it that Mr. Rayland's going to show up. Rayland. Yeah, the Ty Rayland. Amon Rayland. That's what I've heard. He might not. I didn't even know he went out. Yeah, I we're... assumed that they just CG'd his body into everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a real person. As a matter of fact, you were just you were just dabbling and not going out. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is that it's a big event. It's going to be fancy. It's going to be well-equipped. But it means it's a lot of people. Point is, we're going to need to get back about 125,000 credits that she obviously didn't plan on paying back. Once Crow crashed that company, we bought it up. Which means we bought the debts. And, well, she owes. Though she has a bunch of fancy art pieces or things there, you can grab those. You can grab what you want. Point is, we need our total back. I figured you guys were perfect to do it. Shouldn't put you in any danger. Nothing big and worrisome. And you can hear Ophelia kind of take a, a deep breath and sigh. And like, you know, I'm still sorry about a, that RV job. I I didn't realize where that would go. Fingers on my ro ha robot hand start tapping kind of awkwardly. <laughs> and I'll say, you know, we did our best. And in the end, um, whatever happened there, it was contained there. We're still alive. I don't know what you guys quite did. I do know that they have a uh, a new department went and took care of it. Uh, a new department? Yeah, outside of my pay grade. Yeah, new department only responds to Rayland and some other guy. Never seen him before. Yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't conscious to find out the aftermath. Not in person. There will be a long silence on the phone before <laughs> she quietly says, I'm sorry, Lucius. Quick rattle of the robot fingers, and don't be. 
I'm going to get back to you on whether or not I want those tickets or whether or not I want some help with the clothing. All right. It's Friday night. Just let me know. Uh, let me know by Friday morning. Will do. Thank you. Take, take care. And call. And I will bring this information back to the party. Well, if we're going to need um, Pike's going to be there, Mr. Raylan. And it's as big as it's going to be. We need those clothes. <laughs> I hear you. What we grabbed might not have been good enough. Oh, so with all the names I said, <laughs> if, if anyone wants to roll a knowledge corporate. All right. And you can apply your human bonus if you need to. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christmas. I got a total of 19. <laughs> Ty Freeland, you do know a fair amount about just kind of as naturally anyone would. Just, just, just to jump in there a little bit, our listeners might not. That will all come in. Okay. <laughs> oh, that little guy? I wouldn't worry about that little guy. <laughs> uh, the big ones that stand out, like with a 15, Lucius hasn't been paying attention to. 19. 19. 15 for all non-humans. 19 sure. for humans. <laughs> but as far as the upper echelons of rich people and fancy folk, Lucius has never been really that involved. Though he does know Ty Freeland, the... Head CEO of Amon Advancements, the corporate magnate that he is. Um, the only other big one that stands out is Agorani Kulthurinik, a fashionable socialite. And this is a name that would resonate with Dosh as well. Mm. She designs clothing that gets sold all over the world, renowned partially for her apathetic air and her amazing outfits. The other one, Levis Lara. With a 15, uh, you know she's an Illican, and she does trade specifically in rumors amongst the rich. Uh, she's very big friends with Livix, well-known uh, paparazzi and celebrity relationship gossip. Seven Delam, whose real name is Broer Ralta, uh, is a void, but he's one of the trust fund winners of Delam. Delam, many years ago, because they didn't have any children, they basically lotteried off trust funds to various people. Those that could afford tickets and those that could afford to be one were basically blessed with even additional and greater wealth than they had before. Fiero Browncoat is kind of a halfling comedian wit, generally accompanied by his Corleone friend, Foreign Stilt, uh, more commonly referred to as Crunk. He's not the one Matt Damon is playing, right? Correct. All right. As well as Oshani Clash, a rich Corleone that practices and focuses on dueling her giving you this information on wednesday this will tie in a little bit with the idea i was having of introducing the preparation rules so you guys can over the next couple of days figure out how you want to find out information about this situation however you guys can do that whether that's appraises sense motives computer uses if Oswald's going to go to the Arferi district and watch people go home, whatever you guys decide to do, what it comes to be is there are a maximum of five preparation points available. A preparation point will allow you as a group, it's a group pool, to be able to turn any one of those points into a success for a dice roll. We're going to need that. For each of the things that you guys decide to do, to go check on, learn, or whatnot, there is a check involved with a skill. Uh, if you don't beat the DC, you get nothing. If you beat it, you get one. If you succeed by more than five, you get two. Mm. 
So those five points eventually will become a group pool. So if you guys are trying to do something... They're going to allow us to save the points for if we fail. And Correct. if we do fail, we can say, hey, I'm going to use a point. That's pretty, pretty it's handy. It's kind of like the flashback mechanic. Localized, localized Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Skinner, in this house, in that <laughs> oven, at this time. <laughs> can I see it? Yes. Um, it's a bit of localized Christmas, as well as, yes, very much the flashback mechanic of the idea of because this is kind of a open-ended heist, but the only thing I'm going to demand from any of you, of course, is make your descriptions cool. <laughs> <laughs> however you want to use them and however you guys choose to do this as a group. Does that all make sense? Yeah, it does. It sounds yeah, like uh, yeah. we talk this over like this night and we start making preparations um, in between when we meet up with Max and yeah, so this is like Wednesday morning, you guys call Ophelia, you have plenty of time to research before Friday evening, where you guys will head to the Arferi district. Um, you have Max the Colic showing up tomorrow, but you guys should have time to kind of put together. It all depends on how each one of you will kind of get away to try to make one roll of how you find out information for this prep. One um, thing we were all in agreement, Jeff, is we're bringing back Jake Palace somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would expect nothing less. <laughs> uh, but do the preparation rules kind of make sense? It does. We're just thinking about what we want to prep for. I think we're thinking already of using gore to spread false information and rumors. It's kind of a lot to take in and plan for. And was there anything else you guys want to do on Wednesday? I think Wednesday is pretty much just talking about what how we think this is going to go down and what we're going to do to prep for it. All right. Then we'll cut to Thursday morning as you guys are at bold requisitions before you hear the sputtering start and broken sounds of a small hedron vehicle pull up up front. Max and a colic get off what is a small floating Vespa. Max still dressed in his Salgado pizza uniform. Is that a reference? It is not. Salgado? Salgado? I mean, I guess it could be. Uh, I don't know. It just means salty. Uh-huh. It's just a way of me saying it's a halfling-run pizza place. <laughs> but Max and Colic will come knocking at the front door as Gore does his best to. Hello, welcome to Bold Requisitions. How can I help you? <laughs> they will stop and look at Gore for a moment. You work here? He's like, come on, guys. Before they... We're here to see Lucius Estevold about an inquiry on a job. And Gore will, right away, let me buzz you in. Boss! <laughs> Your guests are here! He verbally says, buzz! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll walk to the entrance. Probably the cat's probably somewhere on a counter. I'll have this fist bump thing down with the cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a quick tap at the pause. And uh, glad you guys could make it. Yeah, you see Max standing there in his pizza uniform, a colic, wearing kind of what you think you remember him wearing before, as they both look at you and, all right, you said 2,000 credits? That's exactly what I said. Follow me. Lead them into the common area and get everybody together. Yeah, you'll walk into Max and a colic sitting there. And with everybody together, say, uh, you guys are kind of our experts on uh, cybernetics, and we found somebody that needs help, so... I want you to come with us to um, downtown and uh, assess what looks like is a forcibly installed taint. Oh, oh, hey, hold on. <laughs> Let 
Max will kind of cut you off there. And well, uh, I mean, you can't bring him here, or at least I don't know, man. Uh, Why can you not go downtown? Yeah, Colic will kind of look at Max, and Max will look around. Hey, man, we got a contract, right? Uh, from Tower Optics. They reached out to a few different groups of us who work with this stuff. We didn't choose this one, right? I mean, I'm, I'm happy to take a look at your friend, but I don't know if we can help him. They gave us three contracts. We chose the one that was take memories from the dead to see if you can transfer them in. This is the work of one of the other groups. Kind of tilt my head and, huh. Now, I'm happy to take it out. Yeah, we can go grab him. <laughs> yeah, we'll do what it takes to figure out what the... What the hell is going on here? Just curious. What's the third group doing? And if you know anything about this, why did they do this to this poor person? Tower Optics reached out to all of us, right? They're asking us to work with teens to see how to make memories work, right? A, a colic will kind of cut in. It very much felt like they had someone or something they're trying to work with to bring back or recover. But I don't know. Max will take back over as he says. There are three contracts uh, on contract 01662-407676. Get on it, Jesse. Take memories <laughs> from the dead to see if they transfer. Create memories and or see if you can transfer memories from incorporeal entities. Or take memories from the living to see if you can transfer them to the living. I'll let's lay over the sliver to everyone that that, <laughs> that count number is. That's my number. The Tower Rockets mm-hmm. gave me. So the other groups, there's that weird duo from Ombrek and Max will look at a colic and they'll both kind of share this like, ugh, kind of look. There's these two androids. They call themselves past and present. Uh, they're weird, nice enough, I guess. I don't know. The only one that ever talks is present. They do that weird thing where they kind of look at you like they're guessing how much your parts are worth. Also, and they'll look at Dosh, not to be a shit, I guess, but... <laughs> These droids are modded out so far out of left field. I can't... Uh, if they weren't Nombrek, the Justicari would be after them. Interesting. The other group, and a colical kind of takeover for this, is the other group, they're not good. They're ex-gargoyles. You guys can roll me a knowledge local. I will try that. I got a total of 10. So you don't know too much about them, but you do know that gargoyles are a common term for... Basically, they're a tech gang in the greater Dusk Banter area. Uh, they're people that pretty much have decided to hook themselves into the constant permanently, to some extent. Is this a Snow Crash reference? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> awesome. So, Colic will jump in. Yeah, there's the, the ex-Gargoyles. Silmora San, Margaret Rayland, and Jean. Jean! Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> The X's, though, they're permajected. They got oculars put in so they don't have to blink. Samora's a weird lab junkie. Margaret's into scripts, like a colic is. And a colic will, she's the brains of the operation, but her, her scripts are uncomfortable. She's always on a sliver talking to somebody else. I don't know who. Before Max will cut a colic off, and, and Gene's their fucked up android. Or I guess I should say, Gene is everything else to them. He's found a way to get himself down to just a functioning core and l- uses a living metal body to get around to integrate with things. So he's T-1000ing it? To some extent, yeah. Those are the other groups they reached out to with the contract. We took the one to take memories from the dead, and 
Max will kind of look at all of you with a little bit of a dead stare of like, and we all know how that turned out. <laughs> yep, tap my fingers again. So you're part of something greater. I wish. I'm sorry, man. I, I work for fucking Salgado Pizza. I just want my stuff back so I don't have to work for some faceless corporate god. Not part of anything. So I want to do something good. Well, if you want to do something good, we'll bring Relic back and we'll do what we can to help him. Ravik. Ravik. We'll bring Ravik back. <laughs> do what we can. <laughs> sure, man. Show me Ravik. If I can help him get out of this shithole, at least one of us can. I'll look over to Dash. Do you need any help? Yeah, let's go, man. All right. Are you going to go looking like me? Uh, I don't think I have to if you're staying here. But do you want me to? Mm. <laughs> yeah, to see if someone takes a shot at me? <laughs> Maybe just in case, sure. <laughs> I'll do I'll do a test drive. I'll try not to do anything crazy. But I will yeah. need that Albert coat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very well. So Dosh and Fours arrive to downtown Dusk Banter. You'll find Arturo, not too far off from where you left him. Uh you'll find Ravik with him. Ravik is wearing an apron and helping hand out tamales to the people that show up. <laughs> oh nice. Arturo will smile as you guys pull up. And you'll hear him say to Ravik, Oh, I told you, your bus is here. <laughs> Ravik will, Aha, excellent. Chauffeur. <laughs> to House Oasis. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And of course, like, review, rate, five star, all that jazz if you can. Our intro and outro music is from Nihilor. The title of the track is Catabasis. All right. Have a good one. Bye.